Sitter Snippet Series is sponsored by Dr. Renee Jack Nussbaum for Rafur Shlema Wachol Yisrael, among them Shmuel Lipa Ben Charnaleya, and that all those looking for a Shidduch should find their Bashert Mitzah Hashem. We are concluding our introduction of Avaraba, the second Baruch of Birchos Kriyashma. We've spoken about its significance in the place of the Brachos of Shema, following Psyche de Zimra and preceding the Amida. We last left off with a question. Tosos and Baruchos David Aleph tells us the Shulchan Aruch passing is this way, or Chayin Simen Memzayin, that if a person omitted Birchas HaTorah, now you can't intentionally leave out Birchas HaTorah. They're part of the way we wake up in the morning. We say Birchas HaShachar, Asher Yatzah, Matzias Yadayim, L'Kai Neshama, you have to say Birchas HaTorah. But a person unintentionally omitted Birchas HaTorah, the blessings on the Torah, they can fulfill Birchas HaTorah with the recitation of Avarabah. Tosos, that's what Tosos says, and the Shulchan Aruch Paskins similarly. However, the Shulchan Aruch adds a qualification that that's only true if you learn right after davening. Why do you have to learn right after davening? If it counts as Birchas HaTorah, it should count as Birchas HaTorah. And Rav Hutner and Pachad Yitzchak, in his volume on Shavuos, Maimer Mem, asks, moreover, Avar Abba doesn't only speak about the theme of learning Torah. Avar Abba references several mitzvahs, many mitzvahs. So how can a bracha that invokes several mitzvahs fulfill or replace the bracha that was exclusively about Torah? Wonders Rav Hutner, how can Avarabba fulfill Birchas HaTorah? Birchas HaTorah is singular, Avarabba is about several mitzvahs. And why did the Shulchan Aruch add the qualification that you need to learn right after davening in order for it to work? So Rufutner says the following. Again, we're not doing it justice, but in a six-minute snippet down to four minutes, we'll do the best we can. The Gemara Megillah Gimel tells us that Mevatlin Talmud Torah for certain mitzvahs. One interrupts the study of Torah in order to fulfill certain mitzvahs. And the question is why? If you're occupied or preoccupied with the study of Torah, why don't we apply the principle of Osek B'mitzvah, Mitzvah. So there's a conflict. I'm sitting learning Torah and a mitzvah comes that cannot be fulfilled by somebody else that demands and needs me. Why would I interrupt my learning to do the mitzvah? If you're already busy with one mitzvah, you're exempt from another. So why don't we invoke that principle? I'm busy with this mitzvah called study of Torah. I'm exempt from interrupting to fulfill some other mitzvah. Why don't we apply it? So Rav Futner says that learning Torah, it must be almanas lasos. Our learning is lilmod almanas lasos. Implicit, included. A condition in all of our learning of Torah is that the learning is not theoretical, it's not in the abstract, but the learning is meant to lead to the practical. The learning is meant to guide and inform and inspire and manifest itself in the way that we live. So the asiyah, the performance, is a tenai in the limud. Fulfilling the mitzvah is a condition in the learning of Torah. So if the whole goal of learning Torah is to practice, and I'm in the middle of learning when there's an opportunity or an obligation to practice, then of course I interrupt in order to practice. Why? Says Rav Hutner. Because in fact, the practice is not an interruption to the learning at all. Rav Hutner coins the expression, bitulo zehu kiyumo. Bitulo zehu kiyumo. The bitul Torah, the interruption to learning, is the fulfillment of the learning. 
when you're doing it for a mitzvah. So that's why I don't apply or invoke the normal principle that Oseg B'mitzvah, if I'm already busy with a mitzvah, then I'm putter from another mitzvah. So essentially, every mitzvah I do is made up of two components. Trafutner, but we'll call it Tzveidinim. There are two components to every mitzvah I do. One, the fulfillment of the mitzvah proper. But two, that the mitzvah is the fulfillment of the Tanai in Talmud Torah. That when I do the mitzvah, I'm doing the mitzvah. And when I do the mitzvah, I'm rounding out. I'm completing the whole reason why I learned to begin with. So therefore, when I fulfill a mitzvah, I'm not in fact even interrupting my Talmud Torah. I am fulfilling, I'm completing Talmud Torah because the Talmud Torah is Amanas Lasos. The whole reason I'm learning is in order to do. Rafutner answers another question. We're going to have to do this, I see, over two nights. Baruch Hashem, we have as many nights as we need or as you give me. Tosas and Barachos asks a different question. We recite Birchas Torah daily. Perhaps we said this a couple years ago when we were up to Birchas Torah and Siddur Snippets. I don't remember. You'll forgive me if we're repeating. Tosas wonders if I make a bracha, leshev basukkah, and I sit and I eat in the sukkah, and then I go out with my activity with my family for the day, and I come back for dinner and I want to eat, what must I do first? Recite a new bracha, leshev basukkah. If I'm in doing a mitzvah, and I interrupt with a other, another mundane activity, if I want to continue with the mitzvah, it requires a new bracha. Tosos wonders, I say a birchas Torah in the morning, before my morning daf. But what about my chavrusa at night? I went to work in the meantime. I went to work out in the meantime. How come when I resume my learning that evening, I don't have to preface it with a new birchas Torah, a new bracha? That's Tosos' question. So Rafutner's answer is, as long as bitulo zehu kiyumo. In between your learning when you were living life, if the living of life was the lasos, you were living a Torah life, then in fact you never interrupted the learning of Torah. There's the learning of Torah academically, scholarly, intellectually, and then there's the living of Torah in practice. And the living of Torah is not an interruption to the learning of Torah, which is why Rafutner explains the Rambam. The Rambam in Tama Torah in the third parak says, that we interrupt Talmud Torah, we interrupt learning Torah to fulfill a mitzvah no one else can perform. And then the Rambam concludes the halacha by saying, and after you fulfill the mitzvah, you go back to your learning of Torah. Where'd the Rambam get that from? Why is the Rambam invoking something that we didn't see in the Gemara? I don't understand. No, the Gemara said in Megillah, you interrupt the study of Torah in order to fulfill a mitzvah. Didn't mention you have to go back to the learning of Torah. Why is the Rambam adding and you go back to learning Torah? suggests Rafutner, because it's only when you go back to learning Torah when you're done that you show that when you left you were still living Torah. But if when you stopped learning to go live and you didn't come back to learn, then maybe you stopped learning and you weren't living Torah, you were just doing other things. What is the affirmation and what is the evidence that when you left the learning you were going to live Torah for the Rambam? Because you came back to learn Torah Again, so this is Rafutner's worldview: the bitulo zehu kiyumo, that the interruption is the very fulfillment, and that it's tenai, a condition in learning is asiya is doing. And we'll explain tomorrow night how that answers the question about avaraba. You can already start to see where we're going and why you need to learn immediately after davening.